Well, welcome once again to Overdrive this evening. You have your Bibles, would you open up to Proverbs chapter 17? I'm just going to take liberty here for a moment and say, if you are a student here tonight and you want to register for conference, you can have the early bird rate, which is long gone, of $69, but you have to sign up tonight, tonight, and after tonight, it's going to cost you 89 if you already signed up and paid 89 thank you very much for investing into Christ City Conference. We believe in it, and there's nothing wrong with putting a little extra in there, but that's tonight only, so if you're a student here tonight, we will extend a student rate. And if I'm not allowed to extend the student rate, I'll make up the difference, all right? Proverbs 17, verse 17 reads, A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. How many of you have ever read that verse before? Maybe you haven't read it quite like that because that's the King James Version and you've got some other version. But it's all the same. It delivers the same message. A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. And it's quite the verse. A friend and a brother... You know, there's nothing like a true friend. And a brother, there's nothing like a true brother. These types are gifts. These types are hard to come by. When you find one, you hold on to that one. Now, the Word of God speaks to us concerning friends and brothers. The Word of God advises us concerning friends and brothers, encourages us, exhorts us concerning friends and brothers. We be wise to let God pick our friends and birth our brothers. This is wisdom that we need. It's not just wisdom that this generation needs. Every generation has needed this wisdom. And the generations yet to come will need this wisdom if the Lord should tarry. We be wise to let the Lord pick our friends and birth our brothers. The caution of the Lord is to us wisdom that we not fall to relationships that lack the endorsement of heaven. I wonder if there's any relationships that we have or hold to or possess right now, as we sit here and think about it tonight, that do not have the endorsement of heaven. Any relationships are wayward. We'd be wise to let the Lord pick our friends and birth our brothers. I'm obviously speaking of a deep friendship. We're going to touch on what it means to be a brother here. We understand that we are friendly to people and we're kind as the Lord is kind. We're talking about something deeper here tonight. We'd be wise to allow the Lord to pick our friends and birth our brothers. Lord, help us in this. Again, the verse, a friend loveth at all times and a brother is born for adversity. And so we're going to break this down tonight. A friend, here's a simple definition, an associate, more or less close, companion, fellow, friend, husband, lover is in there, neighbor. And a brother, 
is a relative or kinship, same tribe. A relative, kinship, same tribe. And I want us to remember that tonight. You see, the Lord desires a holy band of brothers. And if you're a woman in the house tonight, you're included in that. A holy band of sisters, all right? The Lord desires a holy band of brothers, and we're using the brother because it's in the text here tonight. It's in the scripture. It's in the verse. You see, a true friend is a gift, but a true brother is one that too loves at all times and one that is born for adversity. It is a beautiful and right thing when people go deep and there the Lord births a union and a family and a clan and a tribe, relatives, a kinship. You know, brothers are hard to come by. I'm talking about in the kingdom, brothers are hard to come by, brothers that are born for adversity. The going gets tough, and those that aren't brothers, they're gone. Brothers are hard to come by, but the Lord is at work in the earth in each generation, and at this time in history, seeking to bring forth a holy kinship, brothers born for adversity that are going to stick it through, that are going to be loyal and faithful and committed. That aren't here, there, and everywhere. That aren't running around and when things are good and when there's privilege involved, they're there. At the sight of any adversity, they run. Leave you high and dry. God wants us to be a people that can be counted on. Same kind of character that he has. We may be at a point in our life where brothers seem few and far between. Or perhaps we feel alone like an only child. And if so, let's rest in this. Proverbs 18, 24 reads, A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And we know who that friend is. He is a friend that does stick closer than a brother. We can trust in Jesus. We can rely on him. He is loyal. He is faithful. He is true. He is committed. He is not a man that he should lie. In him there is no shadow returning. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's a brother born for adversity. He's a true friend that loves at all time. He calls us, brother. Listen to Hebrews 2.11. Both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. I mean, if there was ever... A brother born for adversity, it's Jesus Christ. And my, how we need him. We are thankful tonight. Just think of the times when you've needed Jesus. Maybe tonight you're here and you're in desperate need of Jesus. We all need him. But adversity has sprung up in your life. He's a brother born for adversity. Thank the Lord he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And 
Thank the Lord that he is our brother. But you know, tonight, here's the question. What kind of brother will we be? We know what kind of brother we want Jesus to be. And the truth is, we know what kind of brother we want others to be. But the question tonight is, what kind of brother will we be? Because it starts with us. And it's truthfully going to end with us. I'm not going to expand on that. But the Lord is asking tonight, what kind of brother will you be? Because we would quickly say, well, Jesus, he's got to be the brother that he said he would be because he's not a man that he should lie. And he's got to be true to his word. He can't change. And others, they should be the brother they're supposed to be according to the word of God. But the question tonight, what kind of brother will we be? What kind of brother will I be? What kind of brother will you be? What kind of brother will we be to others? What kind of brother will we be to Jesus? If he calls us brother, what kind of brother will we be to Jesus? A brother born for adversity? Or is it as soon as there's tough times or something isn't going right? We run and we flee. What kind of brother will we be? We can look at our life and ask the question, or rather just take a moment and reflect, what kind of brother have we been? Up to this point, what's the pattern in our life? Have we fulfilled this scripture? Brother born for adversity. So first off, am I a friend that loveth at all times? As the scripture reads, a friend loveth at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Am I a friend that loveth at all times? And now, am I a brother born for adversity? Maybe you don't quite know what that word means, adversity. So here's a definition tonight. Adversary, affliction, anguish, distress, tribulation, trouble. What kind of brother are we when these things Rise up. When we find ourselves in a season like that, when our brothers and sisters find themselves in a season of anguish or distress, tribulation, trouble, what kind of a brother are we when the church is up against the adversary? When the kingdom of God Suffering violence, what kind of a brother are we? These are good questions to ask ourselves. First Samuel chapter 20. Many of us will be familiar with this portion of Scripture. We're going to read 17 verses. So if you haven't done your Bible reading today, just receive this. I'm going to read for you. And you can tick off the little box if you perhaps missed that day. Beginning at verse 1, Then David fled from Naoth and Ramah and went and said to Jonathan, What have I done? What is my iniquity and what is my sin before your father that he seeks my life? So Jonathan said to him, By no means you shall not die. Indeed, my father will do nothing either great or small without first telling me. And why should my father hide this thing from me? It is not so. 
Then David took an oath again and said, Your father certainly knows that I have found favor in your eyes. And he has said, Do not let Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, there is but a step between me and death. And so Jonathan said to David, Whatever you yourself desire, I will do it for you. And David said to Jonathan, Indeed, tomorrow is the new moon, and I should not fail to sit with the king to eat. But let me go that I may hide in the field until the third day at evening. If your father misses me at all, then say, David earnestly asked permission of me that he might run over to Bethlehem, his city, for there is a yearly sacrifice there for all the family. But if he says thus, it is well, your servant be safe. But if he is very angry, be sure that evil is determined by him. Therefore you shall deal kindly with your servant, for you have brought your servant into a covenant of the Lord with you. My, how we need to be a people of covenant. Nevertheless, if there is iniquity in me, kill me yourself, for why should you bring me to your father? But Jonathan said, far be it from you. For if I knew certainly that evil was determined by my father to come upon you, then would I not tell you? Then David said to Jonathan, who will tell me? Or what if your father answers you roughly? And Jonathan said to David, come, let us go out into the field. So both of them went out into the field, and Jonathan said to David, the Lord God of Israel is witness. When I have sounded out my father sometime tomorrow or the third day, and indeed there is good toward David, and I do not send to you and tell you, may the Lord do so and much more to Jonathan. But if it pleases my father to do you evil, then I will report it to you and send you away, that you may go in safety. And the Lord be with you as he has been with my father. And you shall not only show me the kindness of the Lord while I still live, that I may not die, but you shall not cut off your kindness from my house forever. No, not when the Lord has cut off every one of the enemies of David from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, Let the Lord require it at the hand of David's enemies. Now Jonathan again caused David to vow because he loved him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. We read all that tonight to show a picture of true friendship. Brothers, brothers born for adversity, brothers of covenant. Both Jonathan and David are great examples for us. And this is the kind of spirit that the Lord is seeking to work into us. And so again, I ask tonight, what kind of brother will we be? What kind of brother will we be? Jonathan knew that the Lord's hand was on David. We could break this down tonight and talk about this. But he was a brother born for adversity. He wasn't a brother bent on privilege that he was the next in line, that it was his father who was the king, that he had his right, didn't sell out his brother. He knew he was a brother born for adversity. He had made covenant with David. He was loyal and true to his word. What kind of brother will we be? You know, in this life, we face adversity. We know that to be true. We face affliction. We face anguish distress, tribulation, we face trial, we face trouble. 
Romans 5, 1 to 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. I mean, can we say that tonight? Knowing the tribulation worketh patience, and patience, experience, and experience, hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. You see, brothers are born for adversity. They glory in tribulations. Brothers glory in adversity. What kind of a brother are you going to be? And I don't care if only one person hears this tonight and only one person runs with this tonight. Because if one person heard it in every church and one person in every church ran with it and was a true brother to Jesus and then began to infect and affect others with the same message, calling them and exhorting them, what kind of brother will you be? Lifting them to the standard, things will change. Covenant is so easily let go of in this time in history. We look at marriages, covenant is broken like that. Things that take years to build, destroyed. Because people are looking for privilege. As soon as tribulation comes or trial or any trouble, people run. When in that moment they should be the brother they were called to be. What kind of brother will you be? Brothers' glory in tribulations and adversity. Why? Because they know the tribulation works patience. And patience, experience, and experience hope. And hope makes not ashamed. As the kingdom of God advances, adversity comes our way, and we are in a holy war, and the enemy is doing all he can to hinder kingdom advancement. We are blind to a lot of it. We don't understand that day in and day out he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He's doing all he can. Even in churches, Christian circles, Christian relationships, brothers that have covenanted, where there's loyalty and faithfulness, he's doing all he can to stop kingdom advancement. And so what kind of brother will we be? Will we be a brother born for privilege? I think of the days I've lived, there have been those that were thought to be brothers. But when adversity came to hinder and halt the advancement of the kingdom, they fled. There are some brothers that are still here and some that have gone. Brothers born for adversity. Or when I found myself in a season of adversity, they soon showed their true colors and they weren't anything like Jonathan. 
what kind of brother will you be? A brother born for adversity? Proverbs 17, 17, a brother is born for adversity. Do we understand why we've been born, born of God, that is? Live different. Love different. Act different. We hold to a different standard of faithfulness, loyalty, covenant, commitment than this world holds to. There's a higher standard. Cain and Abel. Cain's offering wasn't accepted. He didn't bring what the Lord required. He became angry and jealous because his brother was accepted of the Lord. What Cain didn't realize is that he had a brother born for adversity. And so what did he do? He killed his brother. His brother would have helped him out. But instead he killed him. He had a brother born for adversity. He could have gone to the brother and said, listen, I've not been accepted. Help me out. But he was angry. And he was jealous. And so he rose and he killed his brother. And then when the Lord questioned him, he said, am I my brother's keeper? And look at his life after that. Joseph and his brothers, they hated Joseph for his dreams. They cast him in a pit, sold him into slavery, and they had no idea that this brother was a brother born for adversity. Think about it. Because when in need, when there was famine in the land, when they were desperate, they came to Joseph unknowingly, and there he was, stationed by God, birthed by God, a brother born for adversity. And look how he responded. He showed kindness. He didn't react with ungodliness or unrighteousness. He recognized I'm a brother born for adversity. Look at what he went through, and he was still true. Wonder if we could go through that and still be true. Like, what's your breaking point? We want the Lord to use us and advance his kingdom. We join up as brothers. We are going to face. Trial, trouble. We're going to face the onslaught of the enemy. It's like we sign up, we know that, but as soon as it comes, we're out the door. We'll just step back, take it a little easier. I think we need to ask the Lord to help us out. Help us out. What kind of brother are we? Let's turn to Matthew chapter 12.
Are we those that Jesus calls brothers? That's a good question. What type did he call brothers and still it's so? Are you ready? Matthew 12, beginning of verse 46. I don't think it's on the screen, so you're going to have to use your Bible. While he had talked to the people, behold, his mother and his brethren stood without, desiring to speak with him. Then one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without, desiring to speak with thee. But he answered and said unto him, that told him, Who is my mother? And who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Are we those that Jesus calls brother? It's a good question to ask. Am I one that Jesus calls brother? You see, if we're involved in doing the will of God, we'll hold to loyalty. If we are those that are doing the will of God, we will hold the covenant. God doesn't break covenant. He doesn't let go of loyalty, faithfulness, and all these things. I trust we can receive this tonight. We all need brothers born for adversity. And we need to rise up and be that people. Imagine the strength in a community. If we'd all cry out that the Lord would work this in us, that we would be brothers born for adversity. Imagine knowing that you had one or two or 10 or 20 brothers born for adversity. See, a lot of us, we wonder if we have one. Imagine if we had a whole church full of brothers born for adversity. Imagine if the whole kingdom, can you even fathom the impact? If we were all a brother born for adversity. Incredible. But instead, the enemy works that we be those that are brothers born for privilege. I pray that the Lord would work this into all of us. Take this scripture this week and take it into your prayer times and cry out to the Lord. Lord, work that kind of character in me. Work that kind of character in me. Let's have the worship team return tonight. I don't know if you've ever asked the Lord to work the spirit of David into you, or Jonathan, or Joseph, or Jesus. Work that spirit into me, Lord. Just take a moment. Just in your own words, just ask the Lord, Lord, make me one born for adversity. If that's your heart, He would use us.
that others could turn to us and come to us. Know that we're there. Lord, we thank you tonight. Wow, that you are a brother born for adversity. You never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, through thick and thin, you are faithful, loyal, true. You never fail. There's no turning in you, Lord. You never let us down. Your love is unbreakable. Many waters cannot quench your love. Rivers cannot overwhelm it. How incredible that we have a friend like you. Lord, let that same DNA get into us. That we'll be remembered as being those that were brothers born for adversity. We thank you, Jesus. Let's stand tonight. Just take a moment, sing this out, and then transition into a time of prayer here. Wow, God is good. How many are thankful you have a friend named Jesus? (laughs) Yeah, Lord. Where would we be without him? Really?